Uh, good to be with you and uh, looking forward to this month. It's going to be a great time. Vision Month. So we're not having a Vision Sunday this year. We're having a Vision Month. I've just dragged it out over four weeks. It's going to be fantastic and looking forward to sharing with you. We're also going to uh, be recording this. So if you're listening online, I hope you really uh, appreciate what God's saying to us this year. If you're downstairs in the lounge, uh, great to see you this morning and uh, really good to have you here with us. But uh, we're looking forward to a great month together. Who's looking forward to 2021? It's no use looking back at 2020. Let's look forward. It's going to be so good. And uh, I thought I'd start off, Karen and I, does anyone watch TV or Netflix or any of those sort of things? Well, Karen and I were watching a movie just the last week or so, and that was a G-rated Hallmark movie. Who likes Hallmark movies? Maybe not, mate. Well, there was one small scene in this movie that really stood out to me. I just thought I'd start off with that this morning. And uh, there's this nice young woman, as there always is in the Hallmark movie, and a guy. And uh, there's this nice young woman who's the central character and she's in a bar and she's sipping her glass of white wine and she's on her first date with this, uh, this cool looking guy that's uh, been you know, a bit keen on her and he, they, they, the, the movie just cuts across and there they are in the bar meeting up for their first time and she's attempting to get to know him. That's what you like to do, girls, isn't it? Get to know these fellas, see what they're like. And um, so she asks him this question, where do you see yourself in five years' time? Where do you see yourself in five years? And he says, he's got a bit taken back by He says, wow, I don't even know where I'm going to be in five weeks. But I do know in five minutes, I'll buy you another drink. And he picks up his great big mug of beer and he skulls the whole thing down in one gulp, just the whole thing. And you can see, and it pans back to the girl's face with a real grimace on her face. And she's clearly unimpressed. Girls, would you be unimpressed? <laughs> yeah. So she's clearly unimpressed because this young man, he outwardly looked pretty cool. He would look pretty good. But on the inside, he had no sense of purpose, no direction, no clear idea about where he's going in life, no picture of his future, and he had no vision. And today we're talking about vision. And uh, this guy had no vision for his life, no plans, no picture of his future. And I want to say to you this morning that God's got a plan for your life and for my life. He's got a plan for every one of us and He wants you to have vision. He wants you to have vision. God wants us to have vision no matter what stage or season of life we are in. From young Lincoln, who's probably the youngest with us today, and uh, right there he is. He's my great-grandson. No, he's not my great-grandson. He's my grandson. Maybe, Lincoln, you'll have a son one day and then I'll have a great-grandson. <laughs> he's great, though. He's, he's awesome. And, uh, but God wants us to have vision in every stage of life. You know, whether we're in our 80s or we're just seven or eight years old, God wants us to have vision for our future. And uh, I think that's really, really important for us. So today I just want to talk about that for a few minutes as we step into this month, lay a foundation for what vision's all about and why we need it in our lives. Let's go to Proverbs 29, 18. Good way to uh, lay a foundation of any theme, any uh, part of your walk with God is to get it into the, from the Word of God. And here we are. Who knows this verse? I'm sure you've read it before. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth, everyone say keepeth. A little bit of King James for us all this year. He that keepeth, that's the only King James we're doing for the whole year. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Everyone say happy. Happy, how good's that? Happy is he. Proverbs 29 verse 18, in the Amplified says this, Where there is no vision, no revelation of God and His Word, the people are unrestrained. But happy, everyone say happy. 
happy and blessed is he who keeps the law of God. Now, I really uh, absolutely respect the Word of God and the Bible. It's the, you know, the holy and errant Word of God, and it's so important to me, and it has been for many, many years, for decades, and it should be important for you as you follow the Lord. And so to take, not take up too much time, what I've done, this next verse I want to show you, uh, don't put it up just yet, is a, is a mashup. It's a mashup of five versions of the Bible of one verse. So for all you Bible scholars, I can see you guys over there. Nice to have you with us today. And uh, I haven't wrecked the Bible. I'm just giving a, a super dose of this verse, five versions all in one. So I've called it, I've called it the JMV version, Jeff's mashup version of uh, Proverbs 29:18. So here it is. We'll put it on the screen for you. Where there is no vision, no revelation of God in His Word... People can't see what God is doing. And so they cast off restraint and they quickly wander astray and stumble over themselves. But when they follow the revelation of the word, they are happy and blessed. How good is that? And that's uh, three or four different versions all mashed in together. If you read it in the, the Passion Translation at the end, it says, heaven's bliss fills your soul. How's your mind, will, and emotions today? Would you like heaven's blessed to just come into that place and just really change you? Because that's what happens is God brings vision to us when we have revelation of God and His Word. You know, followers of Jesus Christ don't need to wander astray. You can say amen this morning. Followers of Jesus Christ don't need to wander astray. Believers don't need to be stumbling over themselves because His unmerited favour is ours. It's gifted to us and we are destined to be people of vision. People who can see, who can see, people who can see and people who can freely, and I'd say this without inhibition, get before God. We shouldn't be fearful of getting before God. He's a loving God. He cares about us. And we need to be, can, can, can freely, without inhibition, get before God, hear His voice, trust in His Word, and by faith, step up and step forward and know where they are heading in this life and right on into eternity. The complete opposite of that guy at the bar. So when that girl meets the next fella, if he's this guy that I'm just talking about, he's going to be... Uh, really impressing her with his heart and vision for his future. Here at PB this month, it's Vision Month, and we're, wherever you're listening from today, stay tuned in because we're going to be unpacking what that means for our lives, including the core vision and the values for us as a church family and as a community of believers. And as we near the end of February, we'll reveal the specific focus God has for us as we move forward into 2021. So you'll have to hang around for a few more weeks to find out all the details there. But... Uh, Let's think vision. Most of us love the beginning of a new year. Yeah. Making new plans, setting goals, downloading fresh inspiration for what lies ahead. It can be a really great time of year. Anyone agree? Can be. It seems though that the younger we are, the more excited we are about the new year and all that it promises. Um, you know, you're starting school like Lincoln started school last week or maybe you're finishing school. You're in your last year at school. Yes, you're in your last year at school. And uh, you're finished. You're in uni, aren't you? <laughs> but that's another thing. Or you're in uni, or you're starting uni, or you're finishing uni, or you're going on your first date this year. Just a little prophetic word for somebody there. Um, find a life partner. Maybe there's a, a pending wedding coming, or um, a new baby on the way. Tian and uh, Liam had their baby the other day, a couple of days ago. Little boy. 
Arlo? Arlo, £6.11. I got that. I remember that. That's because I'm old school with the old, old, old measurements. Yeah. So they've had that little baby. You know, um, something really important, maybe buy your first car, start a new job, get a new career underway, build a new house, or even get a new puppy. Those guys got a new puppy this year. And, uh, you know, it's so much ahead to be energised for. And when you're younger, there's a whole lot of new things, isn't there, to look forward to and start out into uh, visions and dreams for our futures. That's what God wants for us. And when we're younger, that's so much easier. But, you know, but as we mature in age, we can so easily disconnect from the excitement of visions and dreams. We can stop renewing our minds by the Word of God. We can get lazy on learning and growing. And life can become somewhat stagnant. And feelings of hopelessness can wash over us. Even feelings of helplessness can enter in. And they cloud our vision. And they can numb our soul. And it's then that we may stop looking outward and start looking inward and begin to explore ways to medicate our pain. Drugs, alcohol, sex, porn, Food, TV, Netflix binging on Hallmark movies, or shopping. I wouldn't know what that's like, but some people do have a problem with shopping. <laughs> but the truth remains. If somebody coughs in my message, you know, it just means things. But the truth remains that in the midst of our helplessness, we actually have the word the Word of God to illuminate the way forward. And it says in Psalm 119 that we have the Word of God as a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Has anyone heard that one before? And it says here in the Passion Translation, here it is, let's look at it. Truth's shining light guides me in my choices and decisions and the revelation of your Word makes my pathway clear. How important is it that we're not walking, stumbling around in the dark, but we've got a clear pathway illuminated by God's Word? Look up and see. See through the lens of the Word of God. Now, I've made a little logo up here. You can have a look at it on the screen. Of, uh, and it just simply says vision. And you can see there the lens. There's the text in the lens. And as we look through to life through the lens of God's Word, it changes the way we see everything. Look up and see. See through the lens of the Word of God. That's where your vision will change. That's where your vision will come into focus. That's when your future will become clear. Dreams and visions are the language of the Holy Spirit and He wants to speak. He wants to speak. You may say dreams and visions are kind of out there. They're a little bit airy-fairy, a little super spiritual. Uh, I'm just going to stick with the known and the true and all that sort of thing. But, but, you know, here's the thing about God. Remember, God's omniscient. He's omnipresent. Omniscient means he knows everything. He's omnipresent. He is everywhere all at once. And he's omnipotent, which means he's all-powerful. And he is not bound by natural laws. He is supernatural. Supernatural. And his word is supernatural. And God will bring his supernatural voice of direction and guidance and vision to our lives in incredible ways. He's ahead of us in the future, looking back and saying, come on, my son, come on, my daughter, there's so much more ahead for you. So today, this month, you may be just one prayer away from stepping into a brand new, fresh vision for your life. It will come by renewing your mind through the Word of God, by aligning your soul, that's your mind, your will and emotions, with His truth for your future. 
Are you with me this morning? God has a future for you. And He's wanting this month to, for us to focus in and really begin to push into God and see what He's got for us individually and as a church. And it's going to be exciting. Now, I just wanted to give you an illustration out of my own life. A few years ago when I was 30, just a couple of years back, like half my life ago, because I'm actually 60 now. So half my life, half a lifetime back. When I was 30, we lived in Newcastle. Karen and I and our kids, we lived in Newcastle. And uh, one evening, just, I can't even remember why, but for whatever reason, one evening, Karen and I visited another church where there was a guest speaker. And in those days, there's like 200 churches in Newcastle, or maybe more. And, uh, you know, they had a guest speaker come to town. And we thought, well, let's go and hear this guy. You know, he's... he's, he's, uh, sort of recognised as a, as a prophetic gift on his life. And his name was, some of you may know this man, Arden Burrell. Does anyone know Arden Burrell? So uh, we went to this meeting, Arden Burrell was speaking. Remember, this is 30 years ago. So uh, he was a young man then. I think he's probably with the Lord now. <laughs> but uh, as he was speaking, he's on a platform like this, and he swung around to the far right of the platform and he walked all the way to the edge, right over here to the edge. And... Uh, he walked right over and he pointed to me. I'll point to Ben, so I won't upset him. And he pointed to me, and I was trying to hide out on the side like these guys are, not to be noticed, thinking that, uh, have I gone off the screen? No, I'm still there. Hi, everyone at home. <laughs> and he pointed to me, and I thought I was kind of just hiding out on the side. And he, out of the blue, out of the middle of his message, he says, lay down your vision and take up the vision of another man in this place. Very specific word. And he walked back to the center and started on his message again. And I went, whoa. Here's the thing. See, I had a vision and a dream for ministry. To be a pastor. I'd done a, about three years of, I did three years of full-time Bible college and I was been serving as an assistant pastor down in Sydney for a few years. And I was passion, passionate, even, even driven to fulfill my vision for ministry. But that prophetic moment actually marked the death of my vision, the death of even my calling to ministry. And as I responded to that word and laid down my vision, I became ready to take up the vision of another. And within weeks, literally within weeks, a new pastor was appointed to that particular church that we weren't a part of. We just went to that meeting. And uh, Karen and I went along and we so clearly felt the Holy Spirit draw us to become part of the church. There was just a remnant of people there, about 20 people left. It had been prophetically described as a burning stump, this church. So great marketing strategy for Instagram, you know. Come to the Burning Stump Church. And, uh, and so, so we, but we just felt God calling us to that church. And I, and I, I kind of had a little remembrance of that word, you know, just a few weeks earlier. And um, there was nothing attractive about it. They didn't have the best band, hardly had a band at all. They didn't have the nicest building or the good coffee or the kids program or youth ministry, nothing. Not yet, anyway. But the Holy Spirit called us there to serve. And we came in to serve another man's vision. And that man was Pastor Mark Zare. It was his first church. God had called him there and God was about to do something incredible through that church in the years to come. And uh, we served there faithfully and fully in every way and the church grew from 20 to about 300 people over the next seven years. And today it's a church of around 1,000 people. 
So it's continued to grow and we've been uh, connected with them. Some of you would have met Mark when he's come up here. You know, we love our church. We're faithful there. We loved it so much we would have stayed there for the rest of our lives. But one day, seven years later, God spoke again and gave us a new vision, a new vision, and he called us to Port Macquarie. And we were led to plant our own church. Remember, I allowed my dream to die, the death of what I thought was my vision, because it was my vision, and I had to hand that to him. And so that was to die, served another man's vision, then God gave me a fresh vision for ministry. And of course then, 20 years ago this year, actually in June, it'll be 20 years, we planted what is this church today and we continued on in ministry and it became a whole new era for us. And uh, exciting things, isn't it? Sometimes we've got to lay something down, let it die so that God can bring something new. And maybe for this year, fresh vision for you means laying something down. God hasn't forgotten about you. He hasn't forgotten about me. He knows. He's got great plans, better plans. So we give up our pride, and I would say, yes, yes, wanting to do ministry can be prideful. As we lay down our ideas of what we want and we humbly surrender to him, it's like a switch has just flicked in heaven and supernatural things start to take place and great blessing begins to flow. You know, when we relinquish our personal agendas and aspirations where we are surrendered to his will, the Holy Spirit will come in and he'll flood our soul with his presence. He'll speak with visions and dreams and they are the language of the Holy Spirit. And then aligned with his word, he will reveal to each of us our God-given future one step at a time. God said to Abraham in Genesis 13 and verse 14, he says, And the Lord said to Abram, Lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward and westward, for all the land which you see I give to you and your descendants forever. And he tried IVF and everything and they still couldn't have any kids. And God says a word like that to them. You know, no matter what place you are in your life today, God is saying, lift your eyes now and look up. He has good things to bring into your possession, into your world, into your place right now in your life. By God's grace, we are able to look up from the mindset of disappointment and lack, of limitation and fear, and by faith, no matter what has gone before, we're able to have fresh vision, to see with new eyes of faith, Faith we're gifted with by the Holy Spirit. You don't have to muster up your faith. God gives you faith. That's so good, isn't it, Lou? Lou's drummed that one into me over the years. But that's it. God gives us faith. It's so beautiful. This year, prayerfully get into his word. Wait. Everyone say wait. Prayerfully get into his word. Even you young people. Prayerfully, not actually even, you young guys, the next generation of Christianity in our nation is waiting for, the next, for you young people to come through and begin to get into his word and wait. Then take some time and allow the Holy Spirit to breathe upon the pages of the book. Whether it's a digital page like this or a paper page, let the Holy Spirit breathe on it. And uh, that's where God's promises for your, church, for, your, for your church, maybe there's a church in some of you, for your future will be revealed.
Humility and faith will open the door to the life flow of the Holy Spirit into your inner world and fresh vision will form within you. Who wants some, something fresh from God this year? Yeah? All right. No vision means people's spiritual eyes are dulled or blinded and they can't see. They can't see God at work. They can't see God in anything. But the message says in Proverbs 29 verse 18 where we began, we're going to finish soon. If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what He reveals, they are most blessed. Tell someone you're most blessed. Verse 18, I just want to mention this here. It intimates that if we are to enter into the blessing of God in our lives, and who wouldn't want to do that? If we're going to enter into the blessing of God in our lives, we need to be attentive to what He reveals, to be attentive to what He reveals. And what the still small voice of the Holy Spirit says, aligned with what the Word of God teaches us, it comes to us not as information, but as revelation. And it's not just head knowledge, it's a heart transformation. And the word translated here in verse 18 as blessed is also translated as happy. Let's say that word together, happy. happy. You can smile while you say it. It's really hard to have a frown while you say happy. Happy. A life with vision, a life with vision is on track with godly purpose and it's marked by happiness. Who's going to follow someone that has no happiness? I'm a Christian, follow me, you know. You need vision. When you're a believer, God wants to give you vision and he wants you to have happiness on your life. We're going to go through tough, tough days. It's part of the human experience. But even in the midst of the, of the toughness, there's the understanding of the promise of God. And we sang about it earlier that there's blessing for us. And along with that blessing is happiness. It's in Scripture. It's right there. I'm claiming happy back for a biblical word. It's not just a nice word on a card. It's actually in the Word of God. A life with vision is on track with godly purpose and it's marked by happiness. This year, 2021, no matter what age you may be, let's believe God, put our trust in Him, humbly ask for fresh vision, embrace a new season of being in the Word every day and inviting the Holy Spirit to speak through visions and dreams. Visions and dreams. We know from Ephesians 3 verse 20 that He is able to do exceedingly, exceedingly abundantly above. If you read it in the Passion Translation, it says infinitely, infinitely more than your greatest request. What's the greatest request you're going to bring to God? He wants to do infinitely more than that. How good is that? As we sang earlier, God has made you a promise and He won't stop now. He didn't stop in 2020. He had a little rest. It's coming, 2021. He's doing something amazing in your life this year. Miracles do happen and they are going to be happening right through 2021. Some of them right here in this room, right on this platform, right on that carpet there, right in that seat you're in right now. God wants to do miracles in this place in 2021. It's a brand new year. Holy Spirit, release your power and your, your work in every life right here today. Bring fresh vision, Lord. Bring blessing. Release your promise in this house, in this new time, this new season, this new day, 
in Jesus' name. You know, we started today, and I'm going to finish now. Proverbs 29 verse 18 tells us that when we follow the revelation of God's word, we have vision and we are happy and blessed. Have you got that message this morning? We're happy and blessed. A life with no vision is a life going nowhere. Now we can put that up. A life with no vision is a life going nowhere. And a life filled with vision is a life going somewhere. Are you going nowhere? Yeah. Or you, well, hopefully not. <laughs> Don't speak too soon here. Or are you going somewhere? <laughs> we love James. Good on you, man. <laughs> See, a life that's going somewhere has broken free from stagnation. It's broken free from stagnation like a hot air balloon flying higher and higher. It's just such an adventure, such an exciting thing to see. And, and it's a life that's blessed and it's marked by happiness. And God's put that on my heart for today, that happiness is important. Yeah. And I know many of your stories and every one of us here have been through trials and difficulties and ch tough challenges in our lives. And I'm not discounting that that's a season that God takes us through. But fundamentally, as we become people of vision that are moving forward in God's purpose, there's a move of the Spirit of God in us that brings blessing. And from that blessing, there's happiness in our life. We can smile again and we can smile with Him. People with no vision, they throw off restraint and they perish. People with vision, these people are blessed and happy. And because of God's amazing, unreasonable, undeserved grace and favour, yes, it is unreasonable, we don't deserve it. Uh, we are these people. We are people of vision. And I want to pray that you step in a really beautiful, fresh season of vision this year. I want to finish with something special. And uh, this world is in a pretty messed up state. Has anyone noticed that? In, in so many spheres of life now, it's not just one thing there, one thing there. It's, it's right across. And, you know, the bad news and the negative talk, talk that comes through will try and kill off your vision. It'll kill off your vision and we can be bombarded with bad news every day. It can try and put stuff on you and weigh you down. Has anyone felt that? Even in your own world, but also in the whole uh, global affairs as well. There's, you know, there's a great song that speaks to bad news and, and we can speak to it too. And the lyrics in this song get very bold and they take a total authority over negativity. And sometimes that bad news can be uh, talking away inside your head. But this song won't have a bar of it. It just cancels bad news out. Because to us who believe, it's fake news trying to appear real. But today, this year, we choose to believe the truth. And the song says, let me just give you a few words from the song. Here comes bad news talking. Well, give me all you got. Don't hold back. Well, I should probably warn you, I'll be fine. No offence to you, don't waste your time. And it goes on in the chorus and says, here's why. Because I'm happy. And nothing can bring me down because my level is too high. And happiness is the truth. And we know who is the truth. He is our source of happiness. And happiness trumps heaviness every time.
And if you've come in here today and there's some heaviness on your life, I want to encourage you that God wants to bring fresh vision to you. He wants to bless your life and he wants to impart happiness back into your soul. And you're going to go out of here smiling today.